Okay, hello, and welcome to uh, the Nani Podcast. Just to introduce what we're doing, um, we had the idea to uh, share a few of Nani's stories and wisdom with the family through the form of audio and uh, podcast, and we thought it would be uh, easy for the family to access Nani in this way. So we're going to start off with our first rendition. Nani, hello. Hi. And uh, this this is all your ears idea. This is your ears idea. <laughs> I think you know, and Elliot knows about it because he asked me about it. And your ear is really such a pro when it comes to videos and podcasts. <laughs> and I'm a neophyte. I know nothing about it. But it's a lot easier than me sitting at the computer and pecking out what I want to say. And also my computer messes me up because if I stop in the middle of a sentence to think about something and I come back to it, it doesn't go to the place that I stopped. It goes two sentences before it. Right. It doesn't work. It's ridiculous. So this format is ideal. Just a waste of time. Yes. So I'm glad we're here. And you, you chose a topic that you wanted to discuss. I figured I could talk easily about the three kids and how they were born. Right. So, of course, you know, Amy was my firstborn. And at that time, we were living in Washington Heights because Billy was in his third year, I think. Mm -hmm. So he had already gotten his master's in social work. He graduated in 48. And he went to work in Boston. And then they told him they don't need social workers, they need rabbis. So after he met me, he decided to go back to rabbinical school, which was a big disappointment to me personally because I didn't want to marry a rabbi. We weren't just dating each other exclusively. I didn't think it was my place to tell him that he shouldn't go back to rabbinical school. You were dating somebody else, right? I dated all the time. Right. And I never went steady with Billy, and he never went steady with me. So it was like we were just dating, you know? Right. So I didn't say anything. When he told me he went back to rabbinical school, I didn't, I didn't interfere. Anyhow, that's what happened. We got engaged, we got married, and his father was delighted that Billy was going to become a rabbi. He called him a priest. He said, my son is going to become a priest. He was so right. happy. Your what? dad, your dad loved Poppy, and your mom, your mom didn't so much. At the, what? Your mom, your 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 mom didn't like Poppy so much, right? No, my mom didn't want to look at Poppy because she said she's tired of meeting boys when they come to the house because she just doesn't want to. You know, she didn't want to bother coming out of the kitchen to meet the boy right. until I knew that it was somebody special. Mm-hmm. So my father sat in the living room, of course, and he met Billy. Well, that's another story, but yeah, he called Billy the Peach because uh-huh. he liked the way he looked. Right. Okay. We were living in Washington Heights, and when I became pregnant, I went to the HIP. The HIP was the health insurance program that everybody belonged to, and they had an office in Washington Heights. And that's where I heard that I was expecting. So I remember I got such a smile on my face when I heard that we were having a baby. I took the subway all the way to my parents' house. The smile stayed on my face the whole time. <laughs> I went to tell them that I was expecting, and of course they were overjoyed. It was going to be their first grandchild. Right. I didn't give birth on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, and I didn't give birth on Yom Kippur, so I was supposed to stay in bed Yom Kippur and not fast. 
and my mother baked a big apple pie, so I had like one bite of apple pie and a little drink of milk every half hour or every hour. You know, you're not allowed to eat your kippah, but that's what you do. Right. You're not allowed to fast. Mm-hmm. And and on Arab sukkahs, I remember coming into the sukkah, the people said, you're still here? Because I was supposed to give birth the second day Rosh Hashanah, and here right. was sukkahs. So you're way over your due date. Way that? overdue. Okay. And I was there even after Cholomoed Sukkot. But Shabbos Cholomoed Sukkot, that Friday morning, we were in our apartment in Washington Heights, and the radio announced that it's Hurricane Hazel. Big hurricane was coming to hit New York. Wow. And I started having pains early that morning. So we called the doctor, and the doctor said, you know, because of the hurricane, you might not be able to get here, so you better come now. So we went, now, we were on 168th, we lived on Laurel Hill Terrace, which was like 182nd Street by the Bronx River. The Major Deegan was being built. So Billy drove me into the city, and in those days you could park on, uh, now it would be very difficult to find parking on Fifth Avenue and a hundred whatever Hundredth Street where the Klingenstein Hospital was, Mount Sinai. Mm-hmm. But in those days, you could park on Fifth Avenue, not so bad. Billy was told he should leave because it's going to be a while because before I give birth. And then meanwhile, it's pouring outside. Wow. So there's a hurricane going on right now in the city? In the, yeah, and it just kept getting worse. Right. I was so happy that I was finally going to hospital that I put on my nicest outfit. <laughs> I figured I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to dress up like I'm going to a party. <laughs> now, I remember I had this pretty pink outfit that my mother made me with, with rhinestone buttons. I put it on. And I got into the hospital. At that time, the room that they gave me had windows that I could look out and see Fifth Avenue. So Billy's car was parked right there. I could just wave to him. And was it like you can see the storm too, I'm assuming, right? Well, it wasn't that bad of a storm that yet. So um, I, I went in there, whatever, and the pains kept coming, and then they got worse. And Billy had already left. He just left? So the pain was getting well, worse? Well, they told him not to wait because it's going to be a long time. So he went out. I don't know where right. he went. But then he came back. And when he came back, I guess sooner or later, I gave birth right after. It was Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I gave birth Friday just a little bit after I had luck at Nero. Billy, when he heard that the baby was born and he saw the baby... He walked across the park to tell my parents. My parents lived on 102nd Street. So he went through the park at 96th Street, and it was a bad hurricane. There were branches. <laughs> I was lucky he wasn't hit by a branch. Oh, my God. But my in-laws, who lived in Flatbush, they didn't know. So Billy had arranged with them a code that if the phone rings so many times, they should pick it up. And, and if it rings twice, it'll be for a boy or whatever. Of course, my in-laws got it confused. So when my father-in-law went to shul Shabbos morning, they told everyone it was a boy. Because <laughs> they got it mixed up. Right. That was a little girl. 
and I believe that my father arranged for a kiddish at Oopsetic. And I remember when they brought me that little girl, it was like a little tiny angel in pink. <laughs> and I was so happy to see my little baby. And I sang to her. We were like in a little pink bubble, the two of us. Right. And in those days, hardly anybody nursed their baby, breastfeeding. Really? They all gave bowels. It was the custom. It was the, the prevailing thing that nobody nursed. Okay. So the nurses in the hospital did not help me, you know, like how to hold the baby and right. so forth. I, no one was there to show me anything. It was not easy. So you decided to nurse? I wanted to nurse. And my doctor tried to talk me out of it, but I wouldn't let him. I, I don't think I was in the hospital more than two, two, three days, and I came home. My parents would have liked me to stay longer, but the hospital got you out faster. And I came home. We had a baby nurse, and the nurse was a very from woman from Washington, because we lived in Washington Heights. Right. And she was one of the members of that Washington Heights Kahila that was very orthodox. And she davened three times a day. And she didn't drink milk in my house because it wasn't kahal milk, you know. <laughs> but she was a very nice woman. And she took care of me and the baby for about a week, I think, or maybe two weeks, but that's it. And that you... was how Amy was born. And we named her Amy because Billy and I loved the song from Ray, that Ray Bulger sang in the movie about Charlie's aunt. Once in love with Amy, always in love with Amy, ever and never fascinated by her. Oh, once in love with Amy, always in love with Amy, ever and ever fascinated by her, set your heart afire to stay. Once you're kissed by Amy, tear up your list, it's Amy. Ply her with bonbon, poetry, and flowers, moon a million hours away. It was really our favorite song, so we named her Amy, and her Hebrew name was Ami Chana. Chana was for my grandmother. And we liked the name Ami, and my father said, well, you know, Ami is really a boy's name. Right, I was going to say. So I said, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Right. And that was how my little pink bundle was born. That's great. And now she's my boss. <laughs> That's what happened. Thank God. <laughs> the circle of life. <laughs> yeah, the circle of life. Yeah. No, Amy was a very good child. I never had a problem with her until she got to be a teenager and started going out with boys, but that's another story. That's definitely it. So that's, okay. so that's the story of, of Amy. That's the story and if we of want, Amy. We can, we, we'll, we'll see, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll call this episode, episode one. Yeah. And then we'll make my dad's story episode, sorry, Neil's story episode two. And then, you know. Okay. Right?